guess who's back? Back again. We are back. Tell your friends. 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 In for we trust. friends and followers it's christine and carissa and we are back back again after a long pause please forgive us we've been very busy with work and projects and it's just literally consumed our lives in its entirety exhausting absolutely um every little break we've gotten we've just been like can i sleep (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, if you if you are coming back, thank you so yes, much. Yes, thank you so much. We hope you stick with us, um, and while we pump out some more episodes for you, some new material, some new material. So I guess we could talk about what we've been watching while we've taken a little mini hiatus. Yeah, Christine. Well, what you been watching? Oh. What you... What you been feasting your eyes upon? Uh, not much. <laughs> um, aside from like my daily viewing kind of stuff, I've been really addicted to Better Call Saul. Hell yeah. I absolutely love that show. Breaking Bad was one of my absolute favorites. And I know I'm a little late in the game to jump on this uh, spinoff, but I'm slowly getting to it. It's just kind of been like... My comfort show. When I get ready in the morning, I throw on an episode. When I come home from work, I kind of watch one to wind down. Um, it's a little sad, mm. but it's cool. I like it. I love the characters. I love the writing. Um, it's really great. But nice. that's been been one of my like tried and trues through these last couple of weeks. Yeah. I actually have not jumped on the Better Call Saul train. And I know it's good. And I... I'm sure, and I just haven't gotten myself to sit down. And hey, watch man, it. I hear it. It took me forever and a half to get into it, but one day I was like, you know what? I'm gonna watch it, and I threw on the first couple episodes, and it took me a while to kind of get immersed mm-hmm. in that Breaking Bad world again. Right. But once I did, it was very hard to stop, Ooh. and I think I'm on season four now. Nice. So I've definitely been getting through it. That's been one of my staples as of this moment. Other than that, I will say I saw um, The Northman, yes, Robert Eggers. Yes, yeah. good old Robert. Oh my goodness. Alexander Skarsgård. We had, um, who else? Oh my God. Ethan Hawke. Yes, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> the Green Goblin. Oh yeah, Willem Dafoe. Willem yeah. Dafoe, yes. yes. I'm, I, oh, I love God. that you he caught was... that reference. <laughs> <laughs> Cast to the nines. Dude, Nicole Kidman was. Yeah, Nicole Kidman was great. Yeah. Um, it was it was phenomenal. I will say, um, kind of throw your expectations to the wind on this one, because from what I've been hearing and my own experience, it's not what you think it's gonna be. But it's still great. Cause like, yeah, when I first watched the trailer, I guess I thought there was gonna be more like wars you know sieges and stuff absolutely well there is a lot of action there is a lot of action but it wasn't like full-out wars the whole time 
and, which is nice. Yeah. It, it's just a great story and characters. It's just and, not like, what you would initially think of when you think of Vikings. Yeah. 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 Um, but it's well job. done. The acting is phenomenal. The imagery is chef's kiss perfection. Like, yeah. it's beautiful to look at. And there were some horrific uh, oh. Im- imagery as well. And, like, makeups. Absolutely. Makeup. And can we just give a round of applause for how great all the characters looked in their costuming? Yes. Like, they, you would believe that they were Vikings. Like, yeah. they looked phenomenal. Yeah. I, and, like, Robert Eggers, especially for this one I heard, was super, like, consulted various historians. On That's amazing. Culture and, yeah. like, what they actually would wear and some stuff some stuff they did like it isn't accurate uh alexander skarsgård's hair mm-hmm. in particular but something that wasn't a thousand percent yeah but that's but okay yeah like, the dress and but it was yeah. great and then their accents yeah. were phenomenal like not at one point were you taken out of the characters and thought oh wait that's that actor like yeah. you believe that they were vikings which was really cool the, the climax scene, like, final battle yeah. is so cool. And just, yeah, yeah just the shot there. It's like, wow. Absolutely. And then after seeing it, the trailer makes a whole lot of sense. Yes. And you can kind of appreciate how meticulously cut that trailer was. Absolutely. And then I would say my last and final viewing that I've done that I can recall right now is um, I watched a little gem on Shudder that was recently released called The Sadness. Okay. It's a Taiwanese film. It's essentially a zombie flick that is very similar to the comic series that came out years back called Crossed. Very violent. Yeah. Very vulgar. Very sexually explicit. I mean, an insane amount of gore. Yes. Um, but a very, very simple premise. Um, it's essentially about this couple, um, this younger gentleman and um, his girlfriend. She goes off to go to work and she has to take the train out of the city to go to her job. Um, and while they're on their walk to send her off to work, they start noticing people acting very strangely. Mm-hmm. And there was an older woman in particular that was horrifying. I mean, absolutely horrifying. More horrifying than Pearl. Oh, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. She was scary. And then all hell breaks loose after that. And it's essentially his mission to try to find her and make sure that she's okay and that she's safe. And then all of the peril that goes down throughout that journey. And this movie is... I want to put a strong warning on this. It's not for the faint of heart. Like, please don't watch it because you're curious like really go in with the idea that this movie is going to gross you out and it's Mm. going to make you cringe a little because when i say it's sexually explicit like there are scenes in there that made me borderline gag so in that Um, nature is what's gross about it not like the the physical gore like not like oh no the physical gore is definitely there as well um it's it's the most blood I've ever seen in a movie. That's saying a lot. Yeah. Like, okay, you know that train scene that we, or that bus scene that we saw in Texas Chainsaw and yes. we were just like, we wanted it. Yeah. yeah, this took it and went further. 
It's, I mean, it's gross. It's just dripping in gore. I did read an article that compared a specific scene to a Serbian film and how they both had that scene in common. I'm not even going to mention it because I don't know if it's appropriate for us to talk about, but it it was pretty brutal. And I want to say it matched the brutality of the comics because I personally have read Crossed or not the entirety of it, but I've read a few and I definitely had to set them down because I was like, this is intense. Mm-hmm. Um, and it it definitely, I would say that it is the Taiwanese version of Crossed. So it's brutal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's essentially too, it's a zombie flick. But instead of you dying from this virus and attacking people um, to whether you want to classically feed on their brains or if you want to go 28 days later and just have violent urges, this takes that concept of 28 days later and spins it on its ass. So everyone that gets infected with this virus essentially caves to their innermost, deepest desires and makes them turn into absolute animals. And all they want to do is inflict their pain onto other people. And they actually find joy in inflicting this pain on people. That sounds twisted. It's absolutely horrifying. And if I were to survive any sort of zombie situation, this would not be it. I would I would literally be like, just can I die now? <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't want to go through that. It's, it's intense. That's wild. Because it kind of sounds like... I mean, not to sound so negative, <laughs> no. but also just, I don't know, taking in kind of current events a lot and just headspace that we I'm sure a lot of us have been in. Just that concept of, yeah, like your deepest desires and being inflicted in a, a fucked up way yeah. on others. Or just that idea. It almost sounds like certain parts of humanity right now, but like obviously. Yeah. Intensified. Intensified yeah. for, yeah, horror movies. Absolutely. It was just like if all morality was just cut loose from a society to see what people would do to one another. And it was actually terrifying. Dude, Asian horror movies, man. They they know how to make a really, really great horror film. And upsetting. Like, they don't care how their audience feels. They want to get their artistic message across. Yeah, it's like thought-provoking, but also at the same time just like fucking band in your face yeah like, absolutely shut in shut down your throat yeah <laughs> take it no, i am intrigued but yeah. i'm also scared <laughs> I, I you know what carissa i definitely think you can handle it yeah. i would give it a watch if you wanted to <laughs> if you were curious but definitely yeah. i wouldn't eat dinner while watching this i wouldn't you even indulge in a snack wow. i would just watch it and i know you and i have mm-hmm. seen plenty of grosser than gross horrifying movies but this is definitely one of the ones that kind of tips the scale into that territory of like most disturbing wow that's what so I you enjoyed it um i wouldn't necessarily <laughs> say i enjoyed it's it it's not that easy <laughs> it's not um, that simple am i glad i watched it yeah was it a memorable pe- memorable piece of cinema absolutely But I don't know if I would sit there and willingly view it time after time. Would I maybe watch it again later on? I mean, yeah, sure. But I don't think this is a movie that I'd be like, yeah, let's watch it like time and time again. That's yeah. And if you are brave enough to watch it, it is streaming on Shudder. Are you going to get a Screambox subscription anytime soon? Uh, what? Screambox. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a new um, horror subscription streaming service. 
it's been promoted on Twitter a lot for me. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, it sounds like it has some good stuff too. I'm um, gonna have to check that out. Shutter, watch yeah, your back. I know. I guess so. The talk of the town right now. The talk of Twitter right now, which I know you're not into. Yes, which is totally fine. But Stranger Things is their big oh, yeah. winner right now, and obviously has been for the past few years. Um, I will say I do like this season a lot more than a couple of the others, especially the second season, which I don't even remember that much. Um, the third season I did like more towards the end. This season, what I like about it is it went so much darker than before, and they pay heavy tributes to some horror favorites, which maybe some people might view as lazy or like, oh, you know, it's not really original or whatever. But I mean, but you're I speaking for a show that literally gave a yeah, second season yeah. that was the same thing kind yeah. of regurgitated. Right, so to have like a fresh kind of yes. new look on it, even yeah. if it is borrowing from others, like totally down. Yeah, because it is kind of, it is going down like an unexpected road that yeah, yeah I just was like, oh wow, okay. And yeah, there's some some I don't know if I would gory is the right word but definitely some heavy like some some bodies get fucked up (laughs) i will admit the only scene that i watched because my roommates are all watching it right now and i peeked in onto a scene that made me chuckle because i was like this is very like (laughs) like x-men almost oh yeah where it was that child or kid i think that was like in that room and he had that weird gadget over his head and he was like definitely yeah so that gave me like very x-men kind of vibes but i was i'm not a huge fan of stranger things but i sat there and i saw that and i was kind of like hmm, maybe i should give season four a try yeah but it is cool seeing a little seeing much more about eleven's background and it's all tying together with this new villain and the villain's pretty cool the makeup is pretty dope i was very impressed by the makeup full body um and it's actually the the actor playing they show I, I can't. I can't say anything. I can't say anything. Um, and maybe a spoiler <laughs> warning for this portion. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's just put a spoiler warning out there because um, there's a fabulous cameo with Robert England. He plays this cool character that they visit in a in insane asylum. I don't know, like a penitentiary. Yeah. For um, yeah, like people the mentally ill. Yeah. But he was said to have, like, accused to have killed his family. And anyway, like, I, they don't show his face. They take a long time to reveal like, yeah. what he looks like. And you just see his silhouette. And I was, like, looking at his nose. And you're like, I know that nose. <laughs> I was looking at his nose. And just even this whole season and the villain is, like, a dream demon and attacks people in kind of trance-like states. Not fully, Okay, Freddy. Yes. <laughs> like, it's not fully, like, oh, they go to sleep. And, yeah. And they... It, they're actually awake, but they just slip into a trance and their eyes are like... So it's Whoa. like they're subconscious, essentially. Yeah. And it's attacking their, like, their um, kids with uh, certain things. Attacking teens, specifically. Okay. Who have kind of fucked up something in their past that's haunting them. Oh. And using that as, like... Their trauma, pray essentially. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, that's insane. And there's some... When they get in this trance and, you know, some of them die... Um, yeah, they get kind of fucked up. But yeah, very Freddy. Um, and then, yeah, they bring Robert England in. And he has some dope makeup on, too. His eyes are, like, 
fucked up. Like, he tried cutting his eyes out, basically. So he has these scars over Oh, it. God. <laughs> and his eyes are all, like, like white and just, like, fucked up. I don't know. I may have to watch this season. <laughs> yeah. I may have to. Yeah. Um, but I was like, I fucking knew it. I said I knew it. So that was just a, you know, it's a nice little joy for horror fans. Anyway, but it's cool. I've been having a good time watching it. Um, so there's a volume one, and I just finished it, seven episodes. And then re- they're releasing volume two in July. Okay. Coming up already. So I wonder, I don't know if this is the final season. It kind of seems like it, and I think it's it wrapping should be. it up. Yeah. Because, I mean, they're getting older, and I don't know. Just I as was going to ask, yeah. How did it feel to see that wild. cast as like teenagers now? Yeah, it's wild, especially Will Byers, the actor Noah Schnapp. Just, he has such a defined like face now. Yeah. Just like a very, I was like, dang, he's a little grown man. Because you see the first season, and now it's just crazy. A lot of them, yeah, definitely yeah. look more mature, obviously. And uh, Eleven, when they shave her hair again, it's like, it brings her back to that, like, very young-looking self of her from the beginning, which is cool. But um, good for them. Good for them. Awesome. Um, Excuse Jasper scratching in the background. <laughs> it does feel less like Scooby Doo because the, yes, the yeah. adults are yes. preoccupied and yeah. Eleven has no powers. Yeah. So it's like less right. like, oh, oh yeah. they just easily solve the day. Yeah, there's some pretty funny parts. And Eleven's character, there's a lot of interesting stuff going on with her and just yeah, emotionally. Yeah, like, must be if she lost her. Because I haven't gotten to that. Like, when I stopped watching it, she still had her powers. So that's right. got to be interesting. Yeah. And they go heavy on some bullying here like mm-hmm. she she moves her she moves with like Will Byers family and she, anyway she goes to school in like California now and she gets picked on because she's like weird Aww. or whatever but they go in I mean I know in 80s horror movies they did go pretty hard with the bullying yeah 70s and 80s and I was like damn I never witnessed this stuff in my school I mean kids Maybe are I'm just mean lucky. man kids yeah. are mean so I wouldn't put it past that there's a very satisfying moment, which is supposed to be frowned upon, but I was like, yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. It was, <laughs> I mean, I know it's not right, but anyway, it was a little satisfying. Was um, there a bully got their, got their, what was coming to them? Yeah. Yeah. They don't die. No. Yeah, I would hope not. <laughs> but they got yeah. what was coming. Uh, yeah. Outside of Stranger Things, I will say we have watched quite, quite a bit of things. Um, some throwbacks, like we watched... The original Fog. Um, loved it. Have you seen it previously? I hadn't seen the original Fog okay. before. I saw the remake, which, you know. <laughs> um, but this one, yeah, it was great. And I just... Oh, Carpenter and yeah. his, his cameo in the beginning. Oh, my God. Near Dark. Rewatching Near Dark. So fun. I mean, it feels more like an action rather than a horror. Yeah. But, um, you know, it's vampires. And God damn it, Bill Paxton. <laughs> I love Bill Paxton so much, and I miss him so much, but his character, Severin, is fucking fantastic, and I actually want to be him for Halloween. You should and do it. His lines and just his fucking delivery is incredible. It's just so iconic. Yeah. Like, finger licking good. To have a vampire <laughs> licking blood off his finger saying finger licking good. That's gold. That's that's almost like Freddy <laughs> yeah. level of totally. just glory. Yeah. The one-liners. And it was like, it kind of gave me vibes just like, so it's like their little vampire clan kind of 
like when they go to a bar and are like fucking with people and yeah. like gonna feed on them they were just doing it in such a such a way that almost gave me vibes of like Rob Zombie's family like yeah. Devil's Rejects, the Devil's Rejects. Um, kind of way like toying with your prey. food your yeah. prey but um, with vampires it was just so fun Vampires are always just a fun subgenre. Yeah. Oh, Adam and I did watch Men. Oh, okay. We watched Men. We I, really liked it. I'm just going to say this. I've been hearing a lot of stuff about it that's been kind of making me change my mind that kind of makes me want to watch it. I would say try it out. I don't know if you will like it, to oh, be honest. Okay. Um, <laughs> There's definitely some very... It's very weird. It is very. Weird. I've heard that there there were cringy moments to it. Yeah. yeah, and there there's a whole like the last sequence is just like what the fuck is happening? Like, <laughs> very a twenty four. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, maybe I'll wait for it to stream. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I would recommend that for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kristen knows me too well. Yeah, but like I enjoyed it overall, and like. Please, no spoilers. <laughs> no, no, no. I won't give any, but I will say, like, just um, in regards to our joke on our last stream <laughs> of not all men, this yeah, movie is, is all, all men. men. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But it was, like, it was a ride. It was interesting. Okay. And the performances, I were would great. say, yeah, probably the one of the top, like, yeah, aspects okay, of it. Okay, okay. I mean, there's a lot of beautiful and, like, interesting imagery. Very, cool. And some, some gory shit. Um, Adam and I were talking about this, and one of our friends from film school also said the same thing, but there's just like an over, like a constant state of dread that you're feeling throughout the movie, and it just, just stays with you throughout. You're just like tense all the time, like what's gonna happen? You kind of feel like there's gonna be something in the background that you're missing, or like jump scares, kind of how I felt with Hereditary. Like I love that. In the background yeah. Or whatever. Where you're just um, kind of white-knuckling the whole time because you're not sure when it's going to happen. Kind of fine. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um, Constant state of anxiety. Yeah, but also just, like, not knowing what the fuck this is about or, like, yeah. what is happening or what's going to happen, which was interesting. And, oh, sound was dope, Immaculate. I will say. Yeah, like, the whole... It's in the trailer when she's doing the sounds and the... Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh! 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 <laughs> That was a very cool scene, and they do carry that kind of sound, sound throughout, throughout it. Oh, hell yeah. And stuff. Very cool. Very I feel cool. like that's becoming a trademark of yes. A24, where they yes. take little sound bites from Dude. something throughout the movie, and they utilize it in the score throughout yeah. the film. I mean, sound can really... I mean, it just really makes or breaks a film. Absolutely. I appreciate your sound, guys. <laughs> I feel like not enough people do. And it's like, have you watched a movie with no sound? Like, yeah. it can either be perfection or it can be terrible. Also, I'm using guys as a gender-neutral term. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, like, seriously, yeah. Like, sound, man. Yeah, it's just absolutely. appreciated. It's incredible. It almost makes me think, like... I'm trying to think back if any movie has intentionally not used mm. sound. Like, only diegetically. A Quiet Place. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, have you seen anything else? Um, another one that Adam and I watched recently was We're All Going to the World's Fair, which did... Was it, like, Sundance or South by Southwest that it kind of had some buzz or whatever? Sundance. 
I haven't yeah, even heard those. of that movie. Yeah, it's a you know small like indie film. Like little indie um, film. I will say I don't think you'd like it. It is very slow. Very slow. Like you, you might not yeah. feel like much happens. Yeah. I um, mean, I don't mind slow if yeah. there's a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like there was, and I was very satisfied with yeah. what I saw. It. The best way I can describe the movie was haunting. Okay. Like the whole vibe was just very haunting and like it's... Oh, this is the movie that kind of was like, it's about um, an internet game that's kind of spread around. It's almost like the urban legend games that we kind of oh, talked about. Oh, okay, yeah. They're playing this this game that has buzz about about it called We're All Going to the World's Fair. Um, and basically you do these certain steps or whatever. You watch this video that's like very uh, sensory, like there's like flashing lights and the certain like sound going on and it's just very interesting but it's like you're just following this girl playing it and she lives in like this kind of rural mid midwest area um and she doesn't have any contact really with anyone they don't really show her with anyone in person during the entire film like you feel very much alone like she's you can feel her loneliness almost and that she basically just makes like socializes on the internet or whatever it seems like she doesn't have a good relationship with her dad she's never talking to him but she mentions him and and you're kind of throughout the film just basically kind of wondering if the effects of this game are happening to her because there's some weird stuff that kind of happens and it was pretty creepy and they do bring another character in, but he only converses with her online. And basically, he is said to have like played this game before, and it's not f- like he had. He basically wants to warn her about it, like be careful. And there's obviously there's videos online that she looks at of people who have played, and they're like saying they feel all these things, and they feel like they're not themselves anymore. They have no control over themselves anymore. Um, and basically, it's like throughout the movie, you're just wondering like oh, it's shit happening to her. Yeah. And it gets a little, she gets creepy. Like she gets a little like concerning where you might think there's a part where she goes into her dad's like shed and like pulls out a gun. And, um, but she doesn't do anything with it, but it's like, you're thinking she is. And, um, it leaves the, the audience to kind of interpret. Yeah. And there's a part where she kind of, well, I don't, spoiler, spoiler. Um, where she's talking to the guy who was warning and worried about her, who uh-huh. had, who I don't know if he had played it or he knew. I think it was they were insinuating that he knew someone close to him. I think his kid had played it, so oh. I had a feeling like it ended, you know, ended badly. Yeah. Anyway, so he was like looking out for her because I think she reminded him of his kid. Blah blah blah. Um, and basically he was like saying how he was concerned about her and like I feel like you're gonna do something and then she was like what the fuck you thought I was gonna like kill someone or myself fuck you no she's incredibly offended yeah but it's still it still leaves it to where like is that her talking or is it this okay I don't know whatever may have possessed her from this game or like whatever she changed into kind of playing it off yeah is she is she okay? Is, is this real or not? Um, 
But yeah, throughout the movie, it's just has this heavy melancholic feeling and the music was really cool. I really liked it. It's by this artist called Alex G who actually happened to have listened to a few songs by him before. And I like, I don't know, I like his music, but I think this is his first movie score and it just, just fits so perfectly for this film and just added to the haunting I don't know. It that movie stuck with me. I was thinking about it for a while, and and the performance was really good. Okay. This young girl, that's the main star. Like, it was really. But I, I mean, isn't that what makes a movie the most effective? Is yeah. if it sits with you. Yes, absolutely. Afterwards. Is there anything you'd like to say about it? Mm, I think the thing that just stuck with me the most is just like um, nothing about the horror was like overly explicit. It was like all implied. Like, yeah. You oh you got like the idea that his his child might have been killed or they killed themselves, but there's nothing ever like none of these things are ever stated. You see them and then it gives you this like idea that oh something must come of that or like I don't know and that's what like haunts you the most is like what could happen after this like ending. You know? mm-hmm. It's not so much what's on the screen, but the what if that it leaves in your head. Yes, absolutely. God, yeah. you guys are good. Yeah, you guys are good at talking. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. Very well said. Also, I mean, I'm not, uh, not to spoil the movie too much, but the, the point of the game is also like, um, just the way it kind of like is um, implicated with like the idea of like suicide mm-hmm. is really haunting. Like that's the thing that really like got me. It's like, uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So also maybe trigger warning. If yeah. You're very sensitive about that subject. They don't show anything. You know, they don't show. Yeah, any but it's the implication. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, yeah, I would love to see more by that director Jane Schoenbrunn, if I'm saying that correctly. Um, very effective film. Awesome. I really liked it. But yeah, those are my recent watches. Oh, okay. Real quick. It's not a horror film, but... It's okay. I talked about Better Call Saul, (laughs) Doctor Strange um, in the Multiverse of Madness. Dude, Sam Raimi. It's good to be back. (laughs) Um, And, you know, he did the original Spider-Man, which were great, and I really enjoyed them. And I think everyone's realizing how much they miss, like how nostalgic yeah. that was for them. Mm-hmm. But dude, this this Doctor Strange was like Evil Dead plus Drag Me to Hell plus Spy- Spider Man all in one. Yeah, like he really just seemed like he had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun watching it, <laughs> and I know people were apparently mad about how scary this one was. And I I will say like understandably, it is so much scarier than you would have ever expected like there is some very like oh fuck creepy i actually had a coworker that didn't like it because he said he felt too much of sam raimi's influence and didn't want his like horror with his comics interesting which i thought was like interesting it was like a very different take on it because for the most part i feel like a lot of people loved that aspect of it so it was kind of interesting hearing like the other side yeah i didn't want horror with my superheroes but yeah because i was just like what a fun pairing yeah i've never seen this before (laughs) (laughs) absolutely Um, because yeah damn there was (laughs) they did like uh i heard there was like an arm yes yep yeah, yep. <laughs> there's some like twisted body movements, um, some great like Evil Dead kind of that like zombie-ish makeup 
super evil deadish um it was just a good time that's awesome um, so if you like horror and especially if you like sam raimi's horror i think you would like it <laughs> it was yeah it was just so fun and like man a kid <laughs> probably would be pretty kind of freaked out but from this before we get into upcoming yeah. movies i will admit i did watch a non-horror aside from better call Saul. yeah it's kind of like it it's cute. Um, I did watch Chippendale Rescue Rangers on oh, man. Disney+. Plus. I've been seeing some tweets about it. It was actually so cute, and it was so much fun. I am not a Disney person. I, you know, I watch animated movies here and there. She but does love The Lion King. Oh, I do. <laughs> I do. But um, I would say maybe old school Disney, not so much the newer stuff. I don't really keep up with it. Um, Every now and again, Pixar puts out a movie where I'm like, yeah, and I'll give it a go. But I'm not an avid animated or Disney lover of any sort. Mm -hmm. Um, But I did grow up with Chippendale. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to give it a go. And it was an absolute ride. It was so much fun. Very, very reminiscent of um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, they actually, they actually comment on that in the movie. It was a seamless blend of animated and real life and newer CGI kind of animation and old school. Like it was just so much fun and it had so many callbacks to all of the Disney films. Wow. Nice. So much fun. I highly recommend if you're bored one day, you want to watch something that's not super serious, throw it on. If you have kids, watch it with your kids. Mm-hmm. It's appropriate, but you as an adult are still going to get a crack here and there. Like, it's just, it was a very fun movie, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. But yeah, just had to throw that one out there, because it was a very fun ride, and I watched it recently. I'm talking, like, last night. Yeah. <laughs> and it had me cracking up. I was giggling like a little kid. Like, it was oh. very, very fun. So, highly yeah. recommend, if you haven't watched it. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, now, we can talk about some upcoming anticipated horror goodness. Yes. I think the both of us can say this pretty firmly. That we cannot wait for the black phone. Yes. We yes, are just waiting was... and waiting and yeah. waiting. I forgot who said it. I don't know if it was Ethan Hawke, but described it as no. like basically, which you can get it from the trailer, but like the sister film to Sinister. And you know, the first Sinister oh. we both loved. It was so good and it was so creepy. So, so creepy. I'm here for anything that resembles Sinister. Yeah. And like I am an avid a consumer of true crime you know I love my true crime podcasts and books and stuff uh, murderino <laughs> shout, um, out. shout out <laughs> but uh so this has that like aspect to it where it's like you know yeah a kid being kidnapped which I'm just honestly if I can just put it straight yeah I'm excited to see Ethan Hawke yes! as a villain. Yes! I love, yeah, yeah. I love him. I'm just stoked. Because that so man good. is underrated. He's yeah. a phenomenal actor, and I'm phenomenal. really excited to see him just he can be do so much. a total badass. Yeah, and that mask was so creepy, and like just his persona as like a, mag- a performing magician. So, like that yeah. kind of John Wayne Gacy, like, Ooh, dig. So creepy. Yeah, and so to see him in that way, god damn, he looks good. Yeah. Like, I, 
that's weird to say in the context of this movie, but I'm no, just saying. No, but he like, looks horrifying. Yeah. He really does. Apologize if you hear that heavy breathing. That is Belly. <laughs> it's not one of us trying yes. to catch our breath. <laughs> she's just chilling on the couch um, and she's got a lot of fur, so she's a little hot. Yeah, yeah black phone. Um, hope it doesn't get pushed again. <laughs> yeah, for real though. I hope we finally get to see it, but I'm excited to start the summer horror season off with yeah. a bang. Yeah, I hope Blumhouse knocks it out of the park again. It makes me yeah. nervous. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think yeah. the second movie that I'm kind of interested in seeing is a movie that I shared with you the other day called The Menu. Yes. Which is a really interesting take on like foodies. Mm-hmm. Um, don't know all too much about it. The trailer was very short and sweet, but it was just kind of, let me see if I can find the plot for you guys. But it just seemed very, very simple. Yeah. Starring Ray Fiennes. Yes. Fucking love. And Anya Taylor-Joy, of course. She's becoming like the new Scream Queen. Yes. Totally. It focuses on a young couple who visits an exclusive destination restaurant on a remote island where the acclaimed chef has prepared a lavish tasting menu along with some shocking surprises. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't ever... I don't trust these exclusive island... I know. Fucking, especially with rich people. Come on, I'm really curious. <laughs> and it's um, Searchlight Pictures. Uh, Nicholas Holt yeah. is also in it. Yeah. Which is interesting. Haven't seen him in a movie in a hot minute. And especially not a horror. Yeah. I think. Um, if it. Does it say, is it like the genre like a full on horror? Or uh, it's like, a horror comedy. It didn't so, look like it had yeah. some comedic moments, like when he's like crying. She's like, Are you crying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I chuckled. Um, so it seems as if there might be a commentary on just. Let me. Gluttony and like high, just rich, like the rich, the wealthy yeah, class. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, because it seems like Anya Taylor Joy's character isn't yeah, really in that group. Yeah, she seemed like she didn't, did not care about being there. Yeah, so, and it seemed like someone kind of pulled her character aside and was like, you don't. Yeah, so here. there was, I think it was the head chef yeah. had yeah. pulled her aside and was like, you shouldn't be here. Yeah. And she was just like, huh? I'm just very curious what this is about. And yeah, she does seem like the outlier. And so I just wonder. Yeah. I'm very curious to see what this movie is going to be about. And I love a trailer that does not give too much away. That makes you wonder, like, what is this movie entirely about? So, Oh, well, recent news. Scream 6, they've been, like, yes. confirming some more casting choices. And our fucking girl, Kirby's coming back. Yes. Yes. So excited. Loved her character. She was probably she was my favorite character in Scream 4. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, uh, that'll be really cool. I'm really excited to see what her role is going to play. Like, what what she's going to bring to the table yet again. I'm, yeah. I'm stoked. And then Dermot Mulroney. Um... Mm-hmm. Also a very good and handsome actor. <laughs> my, my mom loves him. <laughs> um, she loves him from my best friend's wedding. And we recently saw him in Oma. Yeah. So, yeah, we were kind of speculating what he might play in this. And I was saying maybe he's the dad of the two sisters. 
that left the mom, you know, yeah. after finding out, or he could And be. I joked that, what if he's, like, <laughs> Skeet's dad? Yeah, which, you know, yeah. we do see Skeet's dad in the first uh-huh. one. So, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Maybe. We're he just, we're speculating. Okay? Yeah, who Listen. knows? Who knows? My, <laughs> my speculations didn't come out, didn't come to fruition. <laughs> we like to play oh, this yeah. game of, like... Let's see what's going to happen because it is one of our favorite series. So we're just kind of like, hmm. Still holding out hope. Still I'm holding on. We still, still don't know. We Matthew Lillard. Still don't know. Stu. Potentially. Come on. They brought they brought fucking Billy back as a ghost in the nose. <laughs> like, you can't. You can bring. You can we can bring back. Stu back. Come on. You know, so many people are calling for it. I know. <laughs> Come on. Please, the Stu fans. Stu. Which we'll get into this, but um, Christine and I are going to Monster Palooza tomorrow, Sunday, Sunday, Um, and we have purchased a photo op with the Matthew Lillard himself. Yes, we're really excited. It's like our (laughs) our fangirling um, is finally yeah getting our moment. Yeah, yeah, and he's gonna be horrified, and we're just he's gonna probably be... gonna run away from us crying. <laughs> we're just gonna be quoting all his lines to him. We're gonna walk up, be like, "Buka!" He's <laughs> so gonna be like, "Security!" <laughs> no, very excited. Um... No, we're just we're genuinely just excited. We love this series. We, Chris and I, sat there and we kind of contemplated what photo op we wanted to do. Because all, almost all of them, except for Courtney Cox, will be there. It's yeah. Randy, Sydney, fucking Billy. Um, yeah. And we thought about doing, like, the group, but we figured we won't get... It would be harder to get, like, a little bit of time to speak to everyone. So we yeah. thought, okay, what's our favorite character? Yeah. And we just decided it goes to, you know? Very hard decision. But, uh, yeah, so if you don't hear us talk about this, it didn't go well. No, just kidding. (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) Either way, we are going to have a blast to just meet, you know, meet him and to meet others and to mingle with other like-minded horror fans. We're very excited. This will be my first convention. If you ended up going to Monster Palooza as well and you went... Send us a shout out on Twitter and let us know what day you went and what was your favorite experience yeah, while there. Please do. And we would especially love to hear if, it. if you cosplayed. Like, I really wanted oh, to dress yeah. up, but we just got so busy. There's no time to plan for I that. know. So I wanted to do it like a good one, but I know. it was just too much. There was just too much going on and there wasn't enough time to yeah. really. Because if we're going to cosplay, we're not going to half ass it. No. We're going to go in full ass costume to the nines, like really, really, yeah. really respecting it. But yeah. we just didn't have enough time to put that much thought into it. Who knows? Maybe we do plan to go to Midsummer Scream yes. in Long Beach in July. End yes. of July. If you're so, going to that, let us know. Yeah. Seriously. Like, yeah. I don't know. Tag us on Twitter. Yeah, whatever. Um, Should be a good time. So hope to dress up for that. Yeah, we'll see. And if not, we're still going to have a great time. We're going to enjoy it. Um, I know that this is Chris's first convention, um, but I myself have gone to a few before, but this is the first time I will be going to Monster Palooza and Midsummer Scream. So I'm really excited just as much to see what they have to offer, any new experiences. So it should be a lot of fun. 
So another big release that's coming out next week? Or is it or it's already out. It's already yeah, out. It just came oh. out. Just came out. Crimes of the Future by David Cronenberg. Um, Ooh, Cronenberg. Vigo Mortensen. Okay, Vigo. Kristen Stewart. Been, they have all haven't been in anything in a very long time. Yeah, I mean they've been in stuff, but definitely not like Anything well, that's like that's big. Like Kristen know. Stewart did Spencer, which was nominated for an Oscar. The Diane, Princess Diana. Okay, I lied. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good, but like, I mean, there weren't like super like popular box office, you know? Yeah. Very, I don't know, whatever. Um, but yeah, like, did you see the trailer yet? No. It looks um, super Cronenberg, like, but definitely like more modern. Yeah. Modernized yeah. for sure, uh, but definitely body horror and like the kind of tagline is like or like motto and it is surgery is the new sex interesting yeah well it's gonna be gross yeah it had some really cool makeup looking makeup yeah that's cool another piece of content that's coming out that i guess you could kind of consider horror i mean it was a horror novel per se but um they're turning interview with the vampire into a tv series on amc Interesting. And I have not seen an official release date, but it does come out this year. And the trailer that they have out right now is a teaser. And it's one of the characters. It might be Louie. It might be someone else. I'm not sure. But it's just this character walking through the streets of New Orleans. So I am a big fan of all of her content. So I'm really, really excited to see this as a TV series. Because... While the movie was good, it still was just, I don't know. I'm, mm. I'm excited to see a different take on it. Yeah, and just to see more in that, yeah. More of more. the depth of that book. Yeah. So I'm excited. to go into. Yeah. And who knows if this does super well, what other Anne Rice content we'll get. I'm definitely excited to see a resurgence of the kind of old school yeah. vamps. Yeah, from her. Yeah, imagination. The only thing I've been hearing to add to that is that they are going to be doing a remake of um, Salem's Lot and of The Exorcist. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Like I know they made a TV series, but the film is actually going to be. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, dude. I don't know. I really, I really don't know how you could remake that movie. Like it'd be good like if it was an off offshoot or like really, i don't know i just i, don't I just don't think you can fuck with the godfather of horror yeah. essentially i love exorcist 3 you know yeah. where it's like still kind of related but it's a whole different story i don't know, i love man. that one but yeah. to just do a remake and then not to mention that that's what it is but we've all heard about the hauntings on the set of that film. Dude. <laughs> yes. Are we ready to open that box again? We will, because I do want to do an episode on like cursed productions. Yeah, yeah. super fun. Which there's, if you've been watching, there is a like docu series on Shutter called Cursed Productions. Yeah, absolutely. That one's good. It's really good. A lot of their docu series are very good. Yeah, I like it. They, I was actually, I mean, I guess this could kind of count. To like what I've been watching, I did watch a little bit of their of uh, Shutter's documentary on found footage horror. Right, I've been uh, meaning to watch. That. Yeah, I didn't get through all of it. I've been watching it during my breaks at yeah. work. Um, 
but it was really interesting. They talk mm-hmm. about the Blair Witch Project, about paranormal activity, yeah. about like the old school found footage films that like kind of controversially started the genre. So right. it's it's really interesting. I highly recommend watching it if you kind of want more insight of that kind of subgenre. In the Curse Productions, they do cover Cannibal Holocaust. Yeah, they talk and, about that as well. Yeah, and yeah. so it was funny because in that one, they show the talk about Blair Witch and how you know it's like similar concept and then they interview just like the found footage idea yeah. and, and the like keeping it like in real life keeping the actors or hidden. just like yeah hidden yeah. or acting as if it was real you know yeah yeah um and then it, it switches to an interview with like the Blair Witch filmmakers and they're like yeah we we didn't see Cannibal Holocaust so we we didn't know that it was like oh like a similar idea yeah. kind of thing with approach do you remember when everyone I don't know if you were old enough for this but how everyone tr- not to call you out but how everybody truly believed that the Blair Witch was real I, I heard about that yeah. yeah. so I had I was too young to have seen that in theaters at the time but I did have an older brother yeah, who yeah. had seen it and like everybody him and all his friends were convinced that this was a real movie how and I just remembered being so scared and thinking how could they show that at yeah, a movie yeah. theater? And <laughs> just being really interested. And then how everyone slowly started finding out that it, like, quote unquote, wasn't real. Because they're saying, oh, like, in one scene, you could see the red light from a camera. <laughs> and it was just, it was, re- I don't know. That was just very, very, very interesting to kind of yeah. visit and think about. Kind yeah. of along the lines of when everyone saw The Ring. Right. And we're prank phone calling each other and whatnot. How, I am glad yeah. to have experienced that time. I'm, those are so exciting. I like know. That, I'm uh, waiting for another resurgence yes. of that. I feel like it's harder nowadays because, yeah. you know, if people feel like they've seen everything or yeah. it's like just more un- like hard to believe, you know? Yeah. Like just the curation of media. Mm-hmm. I just want to get to a point with our podcast where we start getting PR and someone just sends <laughs> us a mysterious tape. Oh, or something please like do. That. <laughs> I'm just but not a snuff film, please dear God. No, please no. dear God. No, get nothing real. Uh, no, and anything <laughs> involving animals, we will call the cops on you. Yes, no. we do not fuck with that. No. Ew, gross. Actually, so I haven't watched Cannibal Holocaust and yeah. I know, I, I obviously watched that with Chris Films and they talk about all that. Um, it's brutal. I don't know if I would watch it's it. Brutal. Dude. I I mean I would probably I would obviously like probably close my eyes and ears on that, but also like the rape scenes. Yeah. Know? So the it's first that hard for me. Yeah. The first time I saw that movie, I had no idea that yeah. that stuff was real. Oh, None dear. whatsoever. Yeah. Um, my friend who in high school who was really into horror was really into like the Grindhouse films and like finding all of these like deeply disturbing mm-hmm. movies. Mm-hmm. And she came across Quentin Tarantino's theater called The New Beverly out in L.A. Mm -hmm. And she was like, hey, do you want to go? They're doing a double feature. And I, for the life of me, can't can't remember what the other movie Mm -hmm. was that played with Cannibal Holocaust. But she was like, do you want to go? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's do it. So we went. And I remember sitting in the theater with these hardcore veterans who have seen this movie time and time again that had ordered food from, like, across the street that were sitting there munching down on food while we were watching a turtle being brutalized 
And I was just like, wow, that's really good effects. And like, I just was like impressed by it. And the more of the movie that we watched, like it's brutal and it's, it just continually gets more brutal. But I was still amazed by the quote unquote effects of all of it. And then afterward, I remembered talking to her and she was like, oh, yeah, so I didn't want to tell you because I thought maybe you wouldn't want to watch it. But yeah, that was real. And I was like, oh, well, thanks for the heads up. And I did not want to watch that movie for a very long time because it was just that was a lot. Yeah. 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 Sure. But I don't think I have watched that movie in like a solid Mm -hmm. decade like, part yeah. of me was like, oh, because it is kind of a staple or, like, it's so yeah. iconic that I feel like I should watch it. I think... I mean... I think yeah. you should, but then when the animal yeah. scenes come forth, just cover your eyes yeah. and your ears or fast forward through it. Yeah. Because it's not as, like, it's not every scene is yeah, an animal right, being, right. you know. Yeah. But, um... For sure. I think... I think you would appreciate the other stuff yeah. just because of where yeah. we are. Especially in the 70s? Mm-hmm. Dang, yeah. And I remember, too, in the theater, everyone just kept mimicking the the soundtrack and just going, boo! <laughs> boo! <laughs> and we were just like, what? I was so confused. <laughs> and then when the movie started playing, and then the sound, like, the scoring does yeah. go, and I was like, how funny. And I remember shortly after that, we went to Disneyland and her and I just were walking around Disneyland just going, boo! And after the fact, realizing how absolutely disturbing it is to yeah. be mimicking a soundtrack from a horrifying movie at a place yeah. meant for children. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. That's awesome. But yeah, that's, that's my core memory with uh, Cannibal Holocaust. But yeah. I definitely think just yeah proceed with caution i guess if you guys know of any upcoming movies that you're really excited for tell us on any of our social medias so we can watch that trailer so our our twitter handle in case you want to you know let us know of any cool upcoming contact is contact (laughs) (laughs) any upcoming content is um at in horror wt pod yeah so yeah there's a character limit okay yeah so please let us know if there's anything this year next year yeah coming out that and we should check out yeah and follow us on instagram too yeah in that case (laughs) in that case i guess you know what this means guys you know what the fuck that means yeah. I'll be right back.